Yes, we're back. We're back on this podcast, and it appears that the stock market might be back as well. My goodness. Since I've talked to you guys, we had one, one quiet day where not a whole lot of things happened. Yes, one freaking day. And then it was just back to the same old volatile crap today. <laughs> yes, that's right. If you weren't paying attention, the Dow Jones Industrial Average opened down about $400, $500, Yes, that's right. I say dollars, not points, because that's what they are. It's dollars, not freaking points. Sorry, a little digression there. But the point is, we've had yet another crazy day, but fortunately, we finished up at the end of the day. And as I told you the other day, if we have a huge down opening, you should be looking to buy. You should be looking to pick away at things like PayPal, things like Nintendo, WWE, whatever it is that you might like, whatever it is that you think that has been unfairly taken down by the news of the day. Frankly, as we discussed earlier today, Amazon has now reached that point. Amazon is now, it's too far down at this point. There's just, there's no way other than, there's no way to say it other than that. For a short-term blip, this is now too much. If, If what happened in the last three, four months of trading When Amazon went up that much, what's more accurate, the last three months or the last two days? So that gets me to something, to my overall philosophy of the stock market. let's Let's take a step back here for a second because, as I've said, we've had a lot of crazy action here lately. And I think short term, we're seeing a lot of people getting shaken out which means people panicking and selling their stocks unnecessarily based on some short-term action, based on short-term action that they frankly don't understand. Well, there's a lot of opinions out there, and it's totally understandable that people would be confused and people would be grasping for answers. But to me, I've never been a huge, let's look at, Let's look at large macroeconomic statistics guy and try to figure out uh, from the top down as far as trying to figure out where the stock market per se is going, where the economy is going, and more important, where your individual investments are going. See, I'm very much a a bottom-up type person. I actually dig in and look into the day-to-day news of my individual companies. And you have to have a philosophy of growth, a growth philosophy, a growth prediction of where you think your company is going to go. Why is it going to make more money in the future? And then based on that, you have to, most importantly of all, at least I do as a professional stock picker, I have to get in and read the quarterly reports that these companies file every quarter. Now, some of you might cynically say, and totally understandably, okay, that's great, but why do these people, why why should I believe what these these bigwig CEOs have to say? Uh, Well, because 
of the SEC, and I don't mean the Southeastern Conference, I mean the the Securities and Exchange Commission. That is a scary group of people that you don't want to cross. You see, they generally... See the the federal government when they take uh, when they take a case they generally uh, they generally take you down. Let's put it that way. So you don't want to lie to the SEC because you can absolutely be taken to jail for that. So all, these CEOs, like them or not, they have every reason in the world to tell you the truth. But beyond that, what you start to realize is while obviously there are legal things that they have to say that you can't flat-out lie about the numbers, they can certainly color things in a way that is not illegal, that may be uh, more accurate than not, or set expectations in a certain way, or this or that. The point is, you eventually get a feeling of how credible these people are. And that actually brings us to Mark, Mr. Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook's biggest problem as we as we speak today is not only that they've crossed the media if you will and the entire democratic party and just the complex of people that hate Donald Trump which includes people in the Republican party as well Mr Zuckerberg is not a great communicator is something that we've figured out the last few months and he's having a problem a credibility problem fairly or unfairly with his stockholders apparently because wow are they selling that stock off quickly eventually i think the downside is getting a little overblown I, although i don't think we've seen the full downside of facebook yet which is why i sold not only half my position in facebook a uh, week week and a half ago when all this this news first broke I also sold half of my Google position as well because, frankly, I'm surprised that we haven't seen them get more caught up in this data collection sort of scandal, this uproar, uh, this this changing of the guard of public opinion that we've seen in the last week. I think Google's a little is definitely is definitely vulnerable to that as well. Uh, just the just this media onslaught, and that's something that you have fairly or unfairly in this market. It's something you have to be aware of. I think ultimately that probably will create a, a, an opportunity in both companies. But for now, I, I just want to lower my risk. It's less about me making a prediction here that oh, I think Facebook is definitely going to go down. I, I'm just a little bit uncomfortable with the downside. However, it's sold off enough. <laughs> that I don't want to sell everything because I do think it's still a good company that is very uniquely positioned to do what it does in social media and deliver advertising in a way that I don't think the Twitters and Snapchats of the world, their biggest competitors, have figured out. And speaking of Facebook's biggest competitors, a lot of people have said, I'm going to delete Facebook and go to Instagram. Just as a reminder, Facebook owns Instagram, okay? So don't think you're making some major statement there. And that's actually a big plus for, that's, that's actually a great argument for owning Facebook over the long term too, is that they do own Instagram. And that is where more and more young people are going for their social media. So again, that's a reason to own Facebook, not sell it, that people are going to Instagram. Now getting back to my point, about bottom-up analysis, we're all 
looking for the moment that the recession comes, I think. I think that you, you're always seeing these people <laughs> who are saying, now's the time, now's the big one, here, here it comes. Now, don't get me wrong, as a person who follows Austrian economics and believes that all of the, the massive amounts of money printing, monetary policy, and, and spending that was done in the wake of 2008 – it is going to come home to roost in the form of a large recession at some point. I do believe that is absolutely inevitable. However, I also want to capture the gains while we're in the hot money balloon expansion period. I want to capture these gains. I don't want to just sit around and watch them go away. And again, we're not going to we're going to see the reason I do bottom up is because we're going to see in the, or in the earnings of these companies, we're going to see the recession in those numbers before we see them in any government numbers. But having said that, I will say, if you just look at the numbers today, just the, the jobs report, if you own stocks, if you're long the stock market as I am, those were largely positive numbers. I, I don't really know how you can spin it any other way if you're long the market. It, that Those sorts of numbers... They don't pretend recession in my mind. So to me, if you're looking at if you're calling the top of the market, I think you're jumping the gun just a tiny bit. We're certainly, certainly in very volatile times. In other words, big trading ranges, and that can be really scary in the short term. However, I just think long term, we got to look at the big picture. Not only that, if you want to play this volatility, I think I have a pretty good stock pick for you. And we'll get to that right after I tell you about Co-Motion Dance. Yes, that's right. Once again, it's about, it's about Boone County's newest dance studio. And hey, guess what? The new website is up at comodance.com. That's C-O-M-O dance.com. Check it out. The competition team auditions start this summer. The first annual spring recital is at Jesse Auditorium, June 2nd. 2 p.m. Check it all out. Once again, that's comodance.com. So, how about a little stock pick? Again, I think in this in this environment, I think Goldman Sachs is a huge winner here. And I, I'm certainly not alone in this play, but if you if you're looking for a volatility play, they're actually gonna make a lot of money in this sort of trading environment. Also, with uh, an environment where interest rates are probably going to be rising, plus the deregulation that we've seen under the Trump administration, to me that all that all uh, portends quite well for for Goldman Sachs. That's symbol GS. So, of course, the big news of the day was the continued trade war debate, and of course. There was announcements that China was going to begin its phase of retaliatory tariffs on U.S. products coming into their country. Well, the funny thing about this is, first of all, people in the D.C. sphere complaining about subsidies is pretty rich to me because the amount of subsidies that, that America has on its corn and its sugar on its various other types of products is is really astonishing and frankly wildly unnecessary and for for us to point our finger of subsidies is a little bit hypocritical 
However, I will say the one side that does make sense is there is a lot of, of intellectual property. There's theft. That, that is, that's legitimate. If we're trying to stop theft, that's one thing. So I guess the question is, and a lot of people who will otherwise be philosophically opposed to tariffs and to starting any sort of trade war are defending the president on the grounds that this could just be a negotiating tactic that anyone who has read his book, the art of the deal would understand that Trump likes to throw out sort of the big, almost impossible ask at first as a starting point. So then by the end of it, he seems like a reasonable person and he's actually just gotten to the point where he wanted to be in the beginning. That's the theory anyway. Well, I'm going to be frank. If that's what he's doing, if that's his tactic, that's really the only good outcome here. If if we get if we get, I don't know, some sort of protection for people's property in America, that's great. Uh if that's somehow if all this tariff stuff is just a negotiating ploy, fantastic. I'll get a, I'll get on board with that. Any sort of escalation of trade tariffs though, I mean that is fraught with incredible peril. And history has shown no no more obvious truth to me. Um, anytime you raise a tariffs, it's it's the people of America who lose. It's the consumers. Now, people like Dinesh D'Souza will defend the steel tariffs and say, "Aha, looky there, we, we've we've saved the steel industry." Well, I would say that you know it may be a few hundred steel jobs that you've quote unquote saved. You've done that at the expense of the rest of the country who consumes these products. And I, I just don't see how anybody could say that that's a fair outcome. I would also point out a couple things, too. We're still in the negotiation phase, and, and nothing is official on our end as far as tariffs go. But the lesson here, if you're a new investor, is that the market doesn't wait for official announcements. It anticipates things. And, and clearly the action that we've seen paints that picture quite clearly. I'd also like to point out that for all of Trump's uh, reported, I don't know, great negotiating, his, his, art, his art of the deal uh, prowess, if you will, this is, this is a different thing. He's not Trump is used to having the leverage, and certainly the United States government is used to having the leverage as well. I just would point out that it's different negotiating against a government than it is against people who are risking their own loot. See, Xi Jinping doesn't really have any money of his own, but he has a basically unlimited purse of, of money that he can take from his citizens and, and print, a, print some yuans. So that's a tough person to negotiate with, the guy with the, the magical printing press. Of course, obviously, America has a printing press of its own, but now we're looking at a, uh, I don't know, a, a monetary Mexican standoff, if you will. Frankly, though, whether we're talking about Amazon or any company, I, I just don't really like the president or anyone in, in higher particularly the president just singling out any kind of individual companies. And to me, that it's impossible to defend that. It really is. And beyond that, getting back to Amazon, 
to me, in a world where just about any product can be shipped anywhere in America or anywhere in the world at any time, practically, the idea of subsidies and tariffs is becoming more outdated by the second particularly in a world with the internet, with so much knowledge and so much ability of people to price compare at a moment's notice. I mean, you can absolutely price compare things that you can get shipped to you across across the world. It's absolutely incredible. And with that, with that reality, there's always going to be a place geographically in this world that ha- has a paucity of resources, like, say, the Cayman Islands, for instance, that will lower barriers of trade for its own benefit. And as such, it will open up new avenues and it will, it will absolutely undercut these governments and their, and their goals of trade barriers and tariffs and all these sorts of things that they're trying to do, frankly, for their own benefit. This idea that it's, oh, it's all for Americans and business. I find that to be a veneer, but that's just me. So anyway, having said all that, today's market was a lot better than a sharp stick in the eye. So let's come back tomorrow. I promise the what the new premium website, everybodytrades.com, it's going to be open soon. I'll have that information to you very quickly. Until then, I will see you all next time. And I will be back and better than ever next time on Everybody Trades.